0: Now that the shock has worn off, we begin to look forward and discuss who the Islanders may hire to replace Barry Trotz as their head coach. We've got that, plus a uh, listener email, and the latest on the Bridgeport Islanders in their second round AHL playoff battle. All that and a lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email at lockedonislanders@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout the offseason from the draft to free agency, trade rumors, new coach hirings, all that and more. If it concerns the Islanders, we'll talk about it here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Still trying to deal with the fallout from the uh, Barry Trotz firing. And we're going to get to some of the potential replacements for Trotz in a moment. But for right now, I wanted to discuss an email from one of our listeners about that very topic. Uh, This one is from Don. And Don says, Hello Gil, just my opinions. I cannot have been more in agreement with you concerning the trots firing i found myself shaking my head yes the whole time the reason trots plays that strategy is because the islanders don't have the talent level of many other teams that style is exactly how we are able to win like we have trots is a win now coach and that's why young players take a back seat. See Buck Walter in baseball. In my opinion, he wasn't given a roster that had that kind of upside. Your comment about the transition from offense to defense is very accurate, and you have discussed this exact topic. Watching the current playoffs for five minutes, you will see the importance of that part of today's game. Those players were not uh, that were uh, not replaced to offer that ability i believe we are looking at a few more years of missing the playoffs like you i am very interested to see who they hire to be the whipping boy for the next few losing seasons the islanders are not built to play in today's run and gun nhl style hopefully another defense first type coach will be hired well don first of all again thank you for the email and you know, it's interesting. There is this sort of conundrum that the Islanders have right now. You're right when you say this team doesn't have the speed and the offensive talent to stay with elite NHL teams. They're not going to win 6-5 to with any kind of regularity. Uh, so now you're you're kind of going into two different directions. You can either hire another defense first coach, keep the roster largely intact. But again, to me, if you do that, who are you going to bring in? And we're going to discuss a list of possible candidates who are available and may make sense. But who are you going to bring in that is going to be better at doing You know, who's going to be a better Barry Trotz than Barry Trotz, I guess, is sort of the way I would ask that question. So, you can stick with the same system, but if you were going to do that, wouldn't it make sense to just keep Trotz? Or, do you change the system a bit, go to something more open and offensive-minded, and yet, at the same time, understand that to do that... You're going to have to make some real roster changes. You're going to have to bring in another scorer or two, uh, a bonafide 25, 30, 35 goal kind of a guy. You're going to have to get at least one other puck-moving defenseman. You're going to have to get younger, and while the Islanders do have two or three speed guys, I guess Dobson, Bavillier, and Barzal kind of fit that mode. You know, those aren't shooting guys. Out of those three players, I think it might even be Noah Dobson who had the most shots on goal. So, you know, you, you don't have necessarily the horses right now to play the other style. If you want to go that route, you may be looking at a year or two of rebuilding, of trading away some of these older players that we have known and and really loved to watch over the last few years to get that players with that different skill set that may require a year or two of rebuilding certainly uh you know i know for example the hockey news had their uh future issue about a month ago and the islanders were near the bottom as far as their list of prospects uh you know, the cupboard, because of a lot of the trades, the, the Pajot trade, for example, uh, you know, they've traded away some number one picks, the Palmieri trade, the Pajot trade. And as a result of that, you know, plus having some of their younger players now already be on the roster, your Noah Dobsons, your your Barzals, your uh, Kiefer Bellows, your uh, Oliver Wallstroms, those were the top guys. In your farm system, so now I'm not saying the cupboard is bare, but I don't know how many NHL-ready players there are, offensive NHL players, who are just ready to step up, step in, and become, uh, you know, those 20, 25, 30-goal type scorers with speed that this team needs. So it, it's an interesting situation, and. I, I will say this: When the Islanders and Lou Lamorello made the decision in the uh, tr- at the trade deadline, number one, not to trade away any of the veterans, and then secondly, to extend the contracts of veterans like Zach Parise uh, and Cal Clutterbuck. I would say that as of the trade deadline, even though the Islanders knew at that point they almost certainly were not going to make the playoffs, Lula Morello was not planning on firing Barry Trotz. Because if he was, and he really was planning on revamping the system entirely, I don't know if you bring back guys like Clutterbuck or Parise. To me, those guys would have been excellent trade bait to get prospects to get draft picks, to shed salary so you could sign other players. Uh, so we're at a crossroads here. And who Lula Morello decides to hire as coach is going to go a long way toward determining how he fills in this roster for the upcoming season and whether or not this team thinks they can compete right now or has to do a little bit of a retool or a rebuild uh, in order to get back to play a very different style of hockey. We are going to discuss some of the candidates the Islanders may look to hire to replace Barry Trotz. Plus, we've got uh, the results of Game 1 of the Bridgeport Islanders' second-round playoff series. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast our next partner has a product i literally use every day i started taking athletic greens ag1 because i hated taking pills and i wanted a supplement that actually tastes great now i've been on it for about six seven weeks now and and i love it it doesn't taste like it's super healthy it kind of has a mild tropical taste that i look forward to every morning and look one thing i love about athletic greens With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole uh, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging. All of these things. And it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. And look, It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL playoff game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, quickly, disappointing Game 1 for the Bridgeport Islanders. They started their playoff series on Tuesday evening, took a 2-0 lead over the first place, Charlotte Checkers at home, but gradually Charlotte clawed their way back into it, and then Gustav Olofsson scored with three minutes, 20 seconds left in regulation as the Checkers scored a 3-2 to two comeback win. Austin Zarnick had both goals for Bridgeport in the first period. Alexander True got two in the second period for Charlotte, and then, of course, The game winner. Uh, You know, especially in that first period, it looked like Bridgeport was in control of the game, and they kind of let up a little bit. And maybe part of it was the fact that Charlotte hadn't played in 17 games after the uh, first round bye. Uh, But in the end, unfortunately, Bridgeport could not hold on to that lead now game two is tonight again at Bridgeport. I'd have to say for the Bridgeport Islanders. This is more or less a must win game. You don't want to go uh, on the road for the remaining potential three games of this uh, series being down two games to none. So big game ahead and hopefully Corey Schneider will bounce back as will the rest of the Bridgeport Islanders and get a chance to uh, even things up. So Let's take a look at some of the potential replacements, uh, coaches that are out there with experience. We'll start with Lane Lambert. He is 57. He has been with Barry Trotz for, I think, almost a decade now. And I guess, again, the, the, the fact of the matter is, does it make sense to hire Lambert when you know, he probably wouldn't change much, if anything, and you could have had Barry Trots. Now, that assumes Trots didn't step down for his own personal reasons. Uh, we don't know that for sure, but Lambert, even though he would be slightly different, everybody has their own, you know, tweaks and what have you, you get the feeling that Lambert would be more or less a similar style to Trots. So, I think he's a candidate but i don't think he is the leading candidate then you have a guy like mike babcock somebody who worked with lou Lamarello in toronto and who was fired after Lamarello left so uh here's a guy with a winning track record uh but he hasn't coached now in two and a half years so You know that sets up a situation where um why you know why hasn't he been hired you know that uh that raises some questions that may need to be answered uh how about rick tockett tockett uh been working at tnt as a broadcaster uh he's been out of the head coaching ranks for four years now he's 58 uh, has been a head coach in Tampa Bay as well as with the Coyotes, was an assistant and former player, obviously, with the Penguins, and certainly the kind of guy who is a little bit old school and who would have respect in the room. Uh, you get the feeling he and Lula Lamorello would probably make a decent team. Another guy who has experience working with Lula Morello is Peter DeBoer. He's 53, uh, has coached in San Jose, has coached in uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Now he hasn't been let go yet, but DeBoer kind of on the hot seat right now because the Golden Knights missed the playoffs for the first time in their history. And it's possible that DeBoer and uh, and Lamarello end up having a little bit of a reunion and he is brought in to Long Island. Another possibility, which I'm kind of, you know, not thinking is all that likely, Paul Maurice. Maurice, uh, you know, has... Worked with the Islanders before. Uh, he's 55 years old, so, you know, not elderly as far as coaches go, but, you know, didn't leave the Jets midway through the season on the best of terms. That leads me to say maybe not. Claude Julian, another former coach who has experience working with Lou Lamorello, former coach of the Devils, won a Stanley Cup with the Bruins back in 2011. Has been out of work uh, for about a year plus. But uh, again, someone with experience, someone with the cup on his resume, and someone who, you know, might just be an interesting possibility. ...for the New York Islanders. One more name I'm going to put out there. Joel Quenville. Uh, This is tricky. Here is a guy who is... is all-time in coaching wins. A three-time Stanley Cup winner. He's 63. But the big issue with Joel Quenville... ...he was the coach... ...during the Kyle Beach scandal in Chicago. He had to resign from the Florida Panthers early this year as a result of the fallout. If the Islanders hire Quenville, you know they would get a coach with a lot of respect in the locker room, a a proven winner, but at the same time, also there would be that negative PR hit because Quenville looked the other way during the Kyle Beach scandal and You know, whether or not uh, Lula Morello would be willing to do that remains an open question. And whether it would be wise to do that is another question altogether. So those are some of the names out there. Not sure how many, if any, uh, make more sense than Trotz, if all things are okay with Barry Trotz, which we don't know that they are. But those are some of the names that are out there and, again, when rumors pop up, when more names get known, we will update you on that. Coming up next are Islanders' birthday of the day. A player who was on the first Stanley Cup winner for the Islanders and then was traded away uh, as part of the Chico-Resch deal. See if you can guess who that is. That and more still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our partners at BetOnline. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Again, we are still early with these. Saturday will be the 64th birthday of former Islanders forward Steve Tambellini. Tambellini, a native of Trail, British Columbia. Drafted 15th overall in the first round by the Islanders back in 1978. He had one unbelievable final seasons with the Lethbridge Broncos in junior. 75 goals and 155 points in 66 games, which was unbelievable. Never had that kind of offense in uh, the NHL, but did have a few 20-plus goal seasons. Made his debut with the Islanders at the end of the 78-79 season, playing in one game. Became a a part-time player in 79-80, which was the first year the Islanders won the Cup, but did not appear in a playoff game that year. Was a regular in 80-81, but then was traded to the Colorado Rockies as part of the Chico-Resch deal and played for the Rockies. They moved to become the Devils, then he was on to the Flames, and the Canucks before finishing his career in Austria in 553 career NHL games Steve Tambellini scored 160 goals 310 points and had 105 penalty minutes he only played in two playoff games in his NHL career those coming in 84 with the Flames and uh, he had one assist in those two contests we're going to go back to one of Steve Tambellini's better games with the Islanders, December 30th, 1980, at the Nassau Coliseum. The Colorado Rockies are in town. Hardy Astrom is the goalie for the Rockies. Billy Smith in goal for your New York Islanders. And the Islanders got off quickly. Butch Goring, his 13th of the year from Bob Bourne and Anders Caller at 325. 1-0 Islanders. Then, Bobby Nystrom, his 8th. From our Islanders' birthday of the day, Steve Tambellini and Clark Gillies at 8.56. 2-0 Isles. Then, Anders Kallor makes it 3-0 Isles. Butch Goring, the only assist at 11.05. Less than two minutes later, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Steve Tambellini tallies his 11th of the year. Nystrom and Gillies with the helpers at 12.55. 4 0 Islanders, Ivan Vatuar gets Colorado on the board. Later in the period, his ninth, Lanny McDonald with the only assist. Islanders up 4 1 after 20 minutes. In the second period, Butch Goring, his 14th from Bob Bourne and Gordy Lane at 319. And then Clark Gillies, his 15th, an assist to Steve Tambellini, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Bob Nystrom at 10 30. Islanders up by a score of six to one after two periods, goals by Anders kaller Stefan Pearson, and Butch Goring close out the scoring for the Islanders. Walt McKechnie and Lucien Deblois got third-period goals for Colorado. The Islanders skated away with a nine to three win over the Colorado Rockies. Hardy Astrom gave up the first six goals. He was pulled for Yari Carella for the third period. And yet they got three more in the third. Billy Smith, 29 saves. The Islanders had 47 shots on goal in this game. Butch Goring leading the way with six, but four. Steve Tambellini, a goal, two assists. That's a three-point night. He was a plus one, had four shots on goal, and yes. He officially tallied the game winner. So we are a, a couple of days early, but again, happy 64th birthday to former Islanders forward Steve Tambellini. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. We are going to get back to our player-by-player player review of the Islanders roster. Uh, obviously, this whole situation with the Unexpected firing of Barry Trotz made us sort of pause that. We did start it with Kiefer Bellows and we will pick it up on tomorrow's show. We'll also talk a little bit about uh, more about the Bridgeport Islanders and we will continue to talk more about the coaching situation and where the Islanders go from here. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. Stay safe. Have a great day, everybody. And, of course, let's go Islanders. The